Hey everybody, welcome into this week's episode of Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach Baseball podcast. It's Mikey B. I'm back with this week's action from around the league. Uh, full slate of games from this past weekend at the St. Lucia's Quad Complex. We'll talk about what happened in the week that was. We'll talk about what is going to happen in the week coming up. Uh, a little bit later in Beer League Vegas odds. A abbreviated slate um, this week. Uh, around the league so we'll talk about that here in a little bit um as always head over to our website palmbeachbaseball.com for more information if you are a person who is trying to play uh we have the registration tab there uh we have a couple weeks left in this season but then we have the uh, free agency stuff and everything that's going to take place uh shortly after uh the season ends and we'll have a draft and we'll uh, be able to uh, get this show on the road um without any further ado though let's get to the games that was this week we'll start in the central division the Palm Beach Angels defeated the Warriors by a final score of 16-1. to uh, It was a nine-run third inning that really propelled the Angels to victory here. Uh, 12 hit brigade led by Ray Jimenez, who went three for three with two RBIs and three runs scored. Ryan Romero went one for two. Manny Pupo went one for two with two RBIs. Uh, Curtis Rapp went one for three with three RBIs. Curiel went two for three with three RBIs. Moran went one for three with two RBIs. Cooper went two for two with an RBI. Uh, on the mound, uh, Ginter got the win. He went three allowed the only hit of the game for the Warriors, uh, walked two, struck out one. Uh, he was followed by Daniel, who was a draftee from the angels in the draft earlier this year. He threw an inning, gave up a run on, uh, two walks. And then Cooper finished the last inning, allowing, uh, no runs, no hits, no errors, uh, and striking out one for the Warriors. The lone hit came from Manny. Uh, Power got the start for them on the mound. He went an inning in two-thirds, left the game due to a uh, shoulder injury, according to Bobby of the Palm Beach Angels. Uh, He allowed seven runs, only three of which were earned, walking two and striking out none. He was followed by number 62. Uh, We do not have a name for him. As he went two and a third, allowed five hits, nine runs, five walks, and striking out one. Um, Rough showing here for the Warriors, but they do have some pieces uh, moving forward that I'm excited about uh, as somebody on the outside looking looking in so you know as long as those guys keep plugging away they'll uh they'll find a way to to build this thing it takes time it's not going to be built overnight um we we know that from uh i know that at least from firsthand experience and being involved in other teams where things uh kind of uh were a little rough at points so uh keep plugging away guys it's it's gonna get better uh sooner rather than later other games from the Central Division saw the Red Sox beat the Braves by a final score of 2-1 to in a close one, and the Sugar Kings defeated the Heat 11-10. to uh, It was a heartbreaking loss for the, the Heat. Mike Cardona led the way going 5-5 five for five offensively with three runs scored. Steven Skeen went 4-5 uh, for five with three RBIs and a run scored. Drew Paschal, Mike Collins, manager Jeff Houston, Juan Hernandez, Kumar Loman all had hits, while Paschal drove in a run and Collins drove in two. Loss on the mound goes to Chris Jones. He went two innings, allowed seven hits, six earned runs, walking two and, sh- and striking out one. Juan Hernandez went the next five, allowing eight hits, five runs, three of which were earned, walking two and striking out three. That's the action from the Central Division. Let's move on to the American and National Division, and we'll start with a division title being locked up. The Palm Beach Thunder were able to defeat the Palm Beach Marlins by a final score of 6-3, to three, and with two games remaining in the regular season, the Thunder have secured their 13th division title after stealing one late on Sunday afternoon. Down 3-2 in the top of the eighth, the Thunder rallied for three runs with help of two errors and two walk batters 
and then added an unearned run in the ninth as the Marlins fought to the very end, putting two runners on before Thunder, the Thunder were able to escape when David Hansen induced a game-ending flyout. Cleveland Westbrook singled and scored twice. Matt Zymack singled home run. Wesley Correa knocked it around with a double. Greg Nicholson, Mike Ballou, and Victor Henriquez all singled, while Bobby Morganson clobbered a home run in the second inning. Darren Hansen, Bobby Morganson, and David Hansen saw the mound for the Thunder, with David picking up the win his first of the year. The trio allowed nine hits, six walks, five strikeouts, while allowing well two of the three runs that were scored were earned. The Thunder player of the games were Darren Hansen and David Hansen. The brothers' combined effort to handle all the catching duty when they weren't catching, they threw seven and two-third innings on the mound, with David picking up the win. The JEG Reds were able to defeat the Delray Nationals by a final score of 13-9. The Reds got out to an early big lead and were able to withstand the Nats' rally. Uh, for the Reds, Eric Rivera went four for four and completed the cycle, driving in eight runs on the day for the Red Legs. Ricky Rodriguez went five innings, allowing no walks, uh, no runs, and striking out five and keeping the Nationals to only three hits on the afternoon. The Boca Dirtbags defeated the South Florida Beach Bums in a shootout. Final score of that game was 16-13. to The Diamondbacks rallied for four in the bottom of the eighth to take out first place Palm Beach Hurricanes 8-7. to Donnie Teachman drove in two runs to tie the game up at seven, and then where they got a good break via a pass ball that allowed the winning run to score. Donnie led the way offensively for the Diamondbacks, allowing uh, leading the way with three hits. Those two RBIs in the bottom of the eighth. Busky, Chris, KJ, and Buck all had hits, while Mitchell had two. For the Hurricanes, Soto went three for three with two runs scored. Lozada, Lazaro, and Jose all had two hits, with Adil, Javier, Yandri, and Reiko all having hits for the division-leading Hurricanes. Uh, talked to Donnie a little bit about this game. This one went back and forth. Uh, good, good matchup there. Kenny on the mound was able to keep... Uh, the, the Hurricanes baffled at times, um, but that Hurricanes offense can hit. We all know that. Uh, they were able to uh, power their way to a victory. Um, last but certainly not least for our trip around the scoreboard, the St. Lucie Tribe were able to defeat the Career Bay Stars by a final score of 5-4. to four. The, the Tribe were able to win the middle innings and held on late, powered by uh, Armin Pushka, two RBIs and a base and a double. Uh, Garrison Smith hit a Hard hit ground ball to third that hit a lip or something, I don't know, and bounced right over the third baseman's head uh, that scored the eventual game-winning run. He went one for four with two RBIs. Dawson Scarf went two for three with an RBI. Gary Costello went two for four. Dan DeSimone, Sam Moss, uh, all, ad- all added hits for the Tribe. Uh, Kemont went the first seven, allowing nine hits, three runs, only one of which was earned. Uncharacteristically walking four, great Great discipline at the plate by the Korea Bay Stars in this game, striking out one. Vernon Flores went the final two innings. He allowed two hits, one run, um, and get the save for the Tribe. For the Stars, Yasvani went two for five. Carlos went one for three with two RBIs. Alberto Del Toro had a base hit. Mikel went two for five. Omar went one for five. Pedro went one for three. George went three for four. Uh, Josh Rivera got the start. He went the first five, allowed six hits, three runs, all of which were earned, walking three and striking out four. Yadrian went the final three, allowing two hits, two earned runs, walking two and striking out one. Uh, The victory really felt like a turn back the the clock uh, day for the Tribe offensively and on the mound with Kemont being able to come out 
um, as he's trying uh, to become a professional cornhole player. Uh, breaking news to you guys here. That's why you guys haven't seen him much. Uh, he's taken the South Florida Regional by storm. Um, so if you or anyone you know uh, is interested in cornhole, uh, reach out to Kemont. Uh, he might be a guy that can get you uh, set up in, in, in a couple of different ideas here and maybe tell you where you need to go um, to get yourself going. Uh, the victory gets the Tribe to 2-11. and 11. Um, Standings currently, the American Division, the Thunder again have clinched the division with 11-1 and one record. They're two games ahead of the JEG Reds who sit at 9-3, and three, but with the Wins against the Reds and heads up, which is the first tiebreaker. Uh, it clinches the division for the Thunder. The Nationals and the Stars both sit at 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. The Tribe are at 2-11. and 11. The National Division is a lot more interesting uh, because it's a half game that separates the Hurricanes and the South Florida Beach Bums, who sit at 9-3-1 and 8-3-1, and and respectively. We'll talk about that more in a second. The Marlins sit at 5-6-1. and one. The Diamondbacks sit at 4-8. and eight. And the dirtbags sit at three and nine. The slate for this week is an interesting slate. It's an abbreviated slate. Some teams have the week off this week, including um, the Tribe. Um, I believe the Thunder have the day off as well. I'm trying to find the exact schedule here. Uh, dirtbags, Diamondbacks, Hurricanes, Marlins all have the day off. Uh, we have a game from St. Lucia's at 9 a.m. as the Delray Nationals taking on the South Florida Beach Bums. Um, let me bring up the other divisions real quick so I can try to do this as fast as possible. Um, again, tribe has the week off as do the reds and the thunder. Um, so the, the, the Delray nationals have a double header. They have a 9am tilt against the South Florida beach bums and they have a 1230 tilt against the Caribe stars. Uh, we'll transition to beer league Vegas. We'll talk about this and then we'll hop into the central division. Um, this is a game. These are games where, uh, especially that first game is going to be an interesting one because, um, it could lead to the second game being a must-win to keep the Nationals as the three. Um, if the South Florida Beach Bumps defeat the Nationals, they'll tie the Hurricanes in the standings. It'll be percentage points based off of the head-to-head, which I don't have the exact results of sitting in front of me as I record this. But it could be, become a very interesting situation as we have the final two weeks of the regular season. Um, so keep an eye on that. I'll update that as we go into next week. Um, and then if the Beach Bumps win game one, that second game against the Caribe Stars, the Nationals would would need a win to stay as the three seed in the playoff picture. Uh, that being said, I'm going to take the Beach Bums at minus 125. I'll take the Nationals at minus 105. Both of them, uh, you're probably not going to make a ton of money off of if you're trying to bet this game. Um, Over-under in this game, I have projected at 8.5. I'm going to take the Nationals by a final score of 4-3. to three. The 1230 tilt, I'll take the Nationals at minus 120. I'll take the Stars at plus 115. I'm going to take the Nationals, oh, excuse me, over-under in this game, I will take at 11 and a half. I'll take the Nationals to win this game by a final score of 7 to 4. All right, let's transition over now to the Central Division. This one is an important one for that division as it is the final week of the regular season uh, for the Central Division. Five games throughout the Central Division, all at the St. Lucia's Quad Complex. All of them have meaning uh, to this weekend's slate. I've sat here for about the last 40-ish minutes calculating odds and things like that and crazy things that can occur um, to figure out what scenarios have to unfold for certain teams to, to do certain things. Um so if, if my math's a little off here, bear with me. Um, 
let's start with the games themselves, then we'll get to the clinching scenarios. Uh, the 9 a.m. slate, there's three games. The Angels will take on the Sugar Kings. The Braves will take on the Heat. The Warriors will take on the Red Sox. That Angels-Sugar Kings game, um, I'm going to take the Angels at minus 110. I'll take the Sugar Kings at plus 105. I'll set the over-under in this game at 9.5. I'm going to take the Angels to win this one projectedly 5-3. to three. Braves versus Heat. Uh, I'll take the Braves at minus 110. I'll take the Heat at plus 120. Over-under in this game, I have set at 9.5. I'll take the Braves to beat the Heat by a final score of 5-3. to three. And last but not least, the 9 o'clock tilt, Red Sox, Warriors. I'll take the Red Sox at minus 150. I'll take the Warriors at plus 145. Over-under in this game, I have set at 14.5. I'll take the Red Sox to win this one by a final score of 9-3. to three. Um, I think this game... Um, depending on how the, the arm of the starting pitcher for the Warriors is that pitched against the Angels. Uh, if he's able to pitch in this game, and there isn't any kind of serious injury to his arm. Um, this game might be interesting, um, but I don't know how deep the Warriors are at pitching. Um, so this this could be uh, a kind of a, a rough one for them. The 1 o'clock tilts Red Sox-Angels. I'll take both teams at minus 105. I'll take the over-under in this game at 7.5, and, and I'll take the Red Sox to win by a final score of 4-2. to two. And Last but certainly not least, Brave Sugar Kings. I'll take the I'll take both of these teams minus 105. No team's the favorite in either of these two games. They're both big games for the division. Um, over under this one, I'll set at 9.5. I'll lean the way of the Sugar Kings by a final score of 5-4. to four. So the way, the way that this works out, and I've done some calculations, um, I hope they're right, question mark. Um, the, the easiest thing to say here is if the Red Sox win both games uh, against the Warriors and the Angels, they win the Central Division. Um, if they win a game and then lose a game, um, there's ways that they can still win the division. Um, they, they win – if the Angels win both games, that means the Shurikens will lose a game. Um, I believe that they'll still have a better win percentage than the Angels. Uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they – I mean, honestly, the easiest thing for them to do is to win both games um, <laughs> to win the division. The Angels can win the division by winning both games and having the Red Sox lose a game, I believe is the math that I occurred. Um, the Sugar Kings can win the division with a win or two wins and two Red Sox losses – uh, because that'll mean the Angels will have a loss on the day, so they'll own the they'll have the the better win percentage against them as well. Um, now this is where things get to be convoluted and crazy, and it's what could happen in the two, three, and four spots. Uh, a two and zero day for the Braves, and an zero and two day by any of those teams, um, and they can vault into the three or the four. Um, it's very convoluted. It's very, uh, very much a headache. Um, the Red Sox, a two and zero day or a one and one day clinches them no worse than the two seed, which will get them a home game in the playoffs. Um, if by some chance things decide to get crazy, um, it's very, uh, it's very convoluted. Um, I believe the four teams have clinched their spots. I don't think the Heat can get in because a the Heat win would get them to six and eight, 
but a two losses by the Braves would sit them at five, seven, and two. I think they would still have a better win percentage. Um, they would actually have the same win percentage, excuse me, but because of the Braves' uh, better record in head-to-head, I believe that would tilt the way of the Braves to get into the playoffs there. Um, the Sugar Kings can get as high as the one, can get to the two, could be the three, could even be the four depending on how their day goes, uh, an 0-2 day for the Sugar Kings and a split by the Braves can get them to the three. So there's going to be some jockeying in this in this situation. Um, I, I The way I look at it is a 2-0 day by the Sugar Kings and a 0-2 day by the, by the Red Sox, and this thing could get flipped, turned upside down. Um, I don't necessarily know if the Braves can get to the one. I don't think so. Uh, let me do math real quick. I don't think they can get to the one because they can max out at a win percentage of 571. Um, if the Red Sox split, the Angels split, and the Sugar Kings go 2-0, and yeah, they can't get there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's – this, this weekend is going to be very interesting for the Central Division. Um, it's something that I've kind of given myself a migraine trying to figure out. Um, the Red Sox handle business and win both games. They win the division. Um, the, like I said, the Angels can get there um, with wins and two losses by the Red Sox. Uh, I think the most interesting part um, in this entire weekend is the 1 o'clock tilt from St. Lucia's between the Red Sox and the Angels could be a winner-take-all game for the division. Uh, a Angels win in the 9 o'clock game, a Red Sox win in the 9 o'clock game could set up where th- that game is solely for the division, and that Brave-Sugar Kings game could then become uh, a spot where you're playing for the three. Um, if the Braves defeat the Heat and then the Sugar Kings coming off the loss, uh, to the Angels, that game could be a game where they're playing for the three to determine who would play either the Red Sox or the Angels in the first round. Keep your eyes and ears out to all things uh, baseball over at palmbeachbaseball.com. Like I said, you can check us out there as results get posted. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about them. Obviously, next week's show will be the preview of the first round of the Central Division playoffs because those will start on the 5th of February, uh, 9 o'clock game, 12.30 game, both from Seminole Palms. So check that out on next week's show. We'll go into details about uh, history, uh, records against teams, and stuff like that. Um, and then obviously their title game will be uh, it'll be the 12th of February. Um, so check out that as well. Also, um, that's wrapping up this week's show. Um I haven't gotten any more all-star nominees, so I'm thinking that we're not going to have an all-star game this season. Um, We'll probably pick that back up in the summer season. Um, It might be something we do just during the summer season because it's a little bit longer of a season and the holidays around Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, and then the kickoff can kind of uh, bog that down. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's show, guys. I appreciate it as always. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Uh, for more information, like I said, head over to palmbeachbaseball.com. You can reach out to me directly, podcastpbbaseball at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on any of my major social medias. Facebook, if you're a friend with me. Instagram, you can find me at Mike Bernier underscore or Fat Kid Certified SE. Either one of those you can hit me up on. Um, other than that, guys, stay safe. Always enjoy the weather here in South Florida because we're ever so lucky 
to be able to play baseball year-round. Enjoy those sunny days and double plays, and we'll see you next week here for more from the Palm Beach Baseball League.